The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. Uh, here's some more. Here's another um, lesson from Byron Ween. Unfortunately, he just died recently. In his, I think he was 93. Uh, he said, Read all the time. Don't just do it because you're curious about something. Read actively. Have a point of view before you start a book or article and see if what you think is confirmed or refuted by the author. If you do that, you will read faster and comprehend more. Uh, you know, a lot of the best investors and some of the people that I find the most interesting, um, one thing that they all have in common is they read voraciously uh, all sorts of things, not just things that are, you know, of of interest. So most people that I find interesting and most great investors, the one thing they all have in common is they just read. Uh, they can't read enough. Unfortunately, when my son was little. He used to read like crazy. It was awesome. He couldn't. We couldn't put. And now the stupid phone is taking over. <laughs> like all other teenagers, um, the cost of buying a home is now fifty-two percent higher than the cost to rent. That's a record premium. The last time it peaked was at thirty-three percent in the last housing bubble in '06. While rents have increased substantially over the last few years, home prices have increased much more. And with mortgage rates at their highest level since November 2000, this is only obviously compounding the problem for new home buyers. U.S. affordability, U.S. housing affordability is actually worse today than the peak of the last housing bubble. The median American household would need to spend 45% of their income to afford the median priced home, which is record high. So, Mr. Finelli, what's the easiest solution to the affordability crisis? Lower prices. While existing homeowners have been reluctant to cut their asking prices, we're now seeing the opposite in the new home market. The median price of a new home sold in the U.S. is now 16% below its peak in 2022. Home builders have gotten the message prices are simply unaffordable at current mortgage rates and are building smaller, lower priced homes in an effort to narrow the affordability gap. So there's obviously two ways that the affordability situation, or I guess there's three ways. Either incomes can go way up, which I don't see happening. Uh, Interest rates could come way down, which I guess if that happens, we'll be in a recession. So people stop moving. Or lastly, and most likely home prices have to come down. And I know all you people in the real estate industry scream at your radio when you hear me say that, but like, it's just the math, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I mean, I guess you could say this time it's different, but I'm, I'm just not in that camp. So. Squ- squatting. <laughs> there you go. That can make it affordable. Uh, Move to California and just squat the, in a house. The law term is adverse possession. Yeah. Just adversely possess a house. Well, and, you know, probably in the state of Oregon and the state of California, you can probably adversely possess <laughs> a house for years. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I read these articles and I see these news reports where people live in some and it's like you, you, they live in these people's houses and it's almost impossible to kick them out. And you're like, well, how is that even possible? You got to sacrifice the old people. That is the answer. Well, I mean, that I guess over time will take care of itself, but not as quickly. You know, household formation continues to happen. Right. A million one young people with families form every year and they want to buy a house and it's the least affordable it's ever been for that group. And, um, that's not a good thing for the country. Like that, that, that can create a lot of political. I'm watching this anecdotally play out amongst my friends who, you know, are all entering our latter half of our thirties now, but, uh, they all seem to have children within like a year of getting married now because they can't wait. And all of that stuff that 
you know, we were never going to do is just happening in a way smaller window. So the pressure is definitely going to be intense as household formation picks up with the so-called millennial baby boom of the next few years. Yeah, and obviously the the other dynamic at play here is is you know people would point to the the supply issue, and they're right because you know some most people have a mortgage under four percent, and it's like why am I going to the trade up has stopped because I can't trade up and now have my mortgage double and my mortgage interest rate double. And so even if, you know, so the the dynamics in the housing market are really toxic right now. Uh, You know, there's a lot of bad things dynamically happening in the housing market. And I guess like Josh said, the baby boom generation can start to die off and that'll take care of it. But that's not going to happen real quickly because they're they're rich. Not fast enough. They're rich and that keeps them uh, alive. Um, All right. So it's that time of year. You know, when people, uh, you should be doing sort of this year in planning stuff. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of this in our client accounts last week. And, um, you know, every year in October, November, December, we go through our taxable investment accounts and we do what's called tax loss harvesting. And so, um, you know, all of you, well, a lot of you out there listening have a taxable investment account, a taxable brokerage account. Um, and, and, you know, you get a 1099 on that form at the end of the year and it shows you how much in dividends and capital gains and all that stuff. And then you have to pay taxes on that. If you have capital gains, if short-term, long-term, uh, dividends, all that stuff. And so what we do with our client base and what you should be doing, or your financial advisor should be doing is going into your taxable account and doing some tax loss harvesting, trying to get your tax liability in that account as close to zero as possible. So the good news is on those accounts, you know, you pay capital gains just on the gains, uh, and not on the whole amount. So ta- capital gains rates are lower depending on your income level. Uh, they can be anywhere from 0% up to 20%, uh, which is obviously lower than ordinary income. But, you know, most people, especially in a year like we've had this year, can go into your account and do some tax loss harvesting. And so here's the thing that it takes it sort of to a next level is that, you know, in our client accounts, we'll have securities that will have paid uh, capital gains or, or, you know, dividends were being reinvested. And, you know, we had a lot of dividends that were reinvested in 2021 uh, at a much higher price. And so you can go in to your each individual security and see the lots that have been bought. If If those securities are dividend reinvesting, you know, and they pay a quarterly dividend every three months, you'll see more shares of those of that company or that ETF or that mutual fund have are being bought. And, you know, depending on when those were bought, some of them were bought in 2021, probably at prices much higher than they are now, you can go in and sell those specific shares to create a loss. So this is sort of that next level uh, tax planning, but it can make you, it's not hard to do. I mean, as evidence is me being able to do it makes it not a hard thing to do, but you should be, or your advisor should be going in there and trying to find lots in your account. So you, you'll look at the overall position. Let's say you have a Schwab account or a Merrill Lynch account or an Edward Jones account. You look at the overall position and you might have a gain in it, right? You might have a $50,000 gain, $100,000 gain, but you can then click on the position and say, wait, some of these shares that I bought in 2021, I don't have a gain. In fact, I have a pretty big loss. I want to go in there and sell those. So you have to sell them, pick those shares, and then you can realize that loss. And so it's, you know, there's some, the easy tax loss harvesting where you have a loss on a position, let's say that you bought in 2021 and the whole position's down. That's easy to see. A lot of you, I'd tell you to go in and click on the actual position and look at all of the lots you've bought in that position and sell the losers. And some of them, Especially if you bought them last December, let's say you have some actively managed mutual funds and they paid a big capital gain. Some of those losses are short term, meaning less than a year. And you can use up to $3,000 of a short term loss against your ordinary income. So it's like getting a tax deduction. So all of this tax loss harvesting and all of this tax planning in your taxable account can have a huge impact on that 1099 that you get in February and March by reducing what you owe in taxes or maybe eliminating it. And then also a lot of you, because of the dynamics that have played out over the last two years in the stock market, you have short-term losses in your account. You just have to go and find them. You have to look at the actual security by security position, find those losses, realize up to 3,000 of those, and you can use that against ordinary income, which helps you even more from a tax perspective. It's like doing another $3,000 traditional IRA contribution because it comes off your taxes. So you all should be out there doing that in your taxable accounts or your financial advisor is part of our fee. We do this with our, our clients to try to, to, to you know, because 
the only money you can spend is after-tax money. And so your advisor or you should be doing this because it can make a huge difference. In our case, in a lot of situations, we earn our fee just by doing this tax loss selling and helping people with their tax liability. So tax loss harvesting, talk to your advisor about it. Say, are we, what are we doing in, in TRN, uh to minimize my tax liability? All right, if you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office, 800-743-0988, or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review, 800-743-0988. Again, Mid-State Power Products in Redmond. As we head into fall, it's time to start thinking about servicing your Kubota equipment and be ready for winter. Give us a call at 541-548-6744 to schedule a service at our Redmond location. Remember, routine maintenance like oil changes, fresh air filters, and lubing components will keep your Kubota equipment running smooth and strong. That's Mid-State Power Products, your local Kubota dealer in Redmond. Call 541-548-6744. 541-548-6744. Ah. Nothing like a morning walk to get you going. With the afternoon I got ahead of me, I really need it. What are you doing in the afternoon? I gotta figure out my med. Did you say med? Mm-hmm. There's that word again. Medicare. It can make even a morning walk uncomfortable. But it doesn't have to, especially when you have Pacific Source Medicare to guide you. Pacific Source Medicare offers plan options with $0 premiums, $0 prescriptions, no referrals required to see a specialist, dental benefits, and more. Pacific Source Medicare also gives you service from a local person, not an automated phone tree. Find your Pacific Source Medicare plan today. Visit MedicareBeyond.org. Pacific Source Community Health Plans is an HMO, HMO DSNP, and PPO plan with a Medicare contract and a contract with Oregon Health Plan, Medicaid. Enrollment in Pacific Source Medicare depends on contract renewal. Pacific Source Medicare, going beyond what's required to put members first. Visit MedicareBeyond.org or call 877-452-8878. Okay, class. So endorphins are a type of neurotransmitter in the body that inhibits transmission of pain signals while also enhancing our immune system and producing a sense of euphoria. Now, can anyone tell me where endorphins are produced? Yes, Bridget. My mom says that endorphins are produced at the ACB. The ACB? You know, the Athletic Club of Bend. All our friends go there, and Mom says that with all the stuff they have to do there, like swimming, tennis, exercise classes, basketball, yoga, cross-fusion, concerts, and even massages. Well, it really makes her feel good. Yes, I can see how that would... Plus, I think she really likes all the kids' programs and camps. Well, I guess Mother really does know best. The Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. To get your endorphins flowing, just go to athleticclubofbend.com. Business leaders, join the Bend Chamber for What's Brewing, building business bridges powered by Miller Lumber and SunWest Builders. You'll hear updates from Mayor Melanie Keebler and Bend City Manager Eric King about the proposed transportation utility fee, changes to system development charges, progress at Juniper Ridge, and more. What's Brewing, Thursday, November 16th at 5 p.m. at Tethero. Admission is $25 for members and $40 for non-members. Register today at bendchamber.org. That's bendchamber.org. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. 
Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Just click on that box and put your info in there, and and you'll get our e-newsletter. Josh and I talk about what's going on in markets. Every two weeks, we send out that video, and that's the only thing we send out. So there are 66 million people out there uh, receiving Social Security benefits. They're going to see an increased cost of living adjustment of 3.2% next year. That's down from the giant 8.7% increase in 2023 and the 5.9% increase they saw in 2022. But it's still obviously significantly higher than the average 1.4% cost of living adjustments uh, from 2010 to 2020. So when I'm looking at all of the cost of living adjustments going back to 1976, the year I was born, uh, we saw big ones in, from 76 all the way up to 1984. So in 76, it was 8%. It was in that range. And then 1981, it was 14.3%. 82, it was 11%. That's a big cost of living adjustment in Social Security. And then it just stayed really, really low. Late 80s, it crept up a little bit, but stayed really, really low until we got to this most recent period. So, you know, when I think about the inflation, the, the how sort of painful it's felt for most Americans as of late, when you look at how big it was in the late 70s, 80s, it's crazy to think of how impactful that was. I'm sure most of you that are were adults at that point, you, can, you could tell a story. Um, another interesting life lesson from uh, our friend Byron Ween, who just recently passed away. He says, travel extensively, try to get everywhere before, <laughs> and this is good, try to get everywhere before you wear out. Attempt to meet local interesting people where you travel and keep in contact with them throughout your life. See them when you return to a place. So, you know, I would say, you know, Josh, is, his whole life, or once he became old enough to do it by himself, he, he's traveled the world, and um, I, I try to as best I can having kids. But, you know, being a global traveling um, internationally helps you understand that, you know, we are global citizens. We're not just Americans, and we need to sort of maybe sometimes think that way. And, you know, my son is in Spain this semester, and uh, I just went to see him. I met him in London last weekend, and it was it was good to see that he's seeming to be more understanding of the fact that we are in fact global citizens and not just Americans. And, um, you know, because we don't necessarily have the best rest of the world, uh, anymore. Uh, and I'm not going to point fingers at anybody for that or any for that, but, um, it is good to, um, not think we are just the center of the universe, even though it kind of feels like that a lot of time. I feel like our relative reputation is better than, you know, Chinese are the new Americans. They, uh, <laughs> well, it depends where you go. And yeah, you very disliked in a lot of places. I don't know that that's new, though. I think that's sort of always been. It's just a. It's a, yeah. Well, we go down. Their the middle class just has a much higher propensity to travel than it did, you know, a decade ago, and. Yeah. Uh, so here's a problem for all of you out there listening that own bond funds or bond ETFs. Uh, it's now been a lost decade for boulders, uh, holders of long-term bonds. TLT, which is the long uh, 20-year-plus treasury bond ETF, has a decline of 1% over the last 10 years. Obviously, stocks have fared much better with the S&P 500, the SPY up 191%, or 11.3%. The 10-year treasury bond is down 5% this year on pace for its third consecutive annual decline. With data going back to 1928, that has never happened before. In fact, uh, Bank of America looked at it's never happened in the history of the bond market. The worst three-year period for bonds prior to now was from 1978 to 1980 with a 3% loss for the 10-year. So far, from 21 to 23, the 10-year has lost 26%. So um, we it's crazy to think that the long bond now has a negative 10-year return, and a lot of you are finding that out because you own that junk. And you know, if you listen to this radio show and you actually did what we told you, this you could have avoided that. The problem when you see big losses like this in a in the bond market, if you're a bond investor, it takes forever to make them back because the returns are so well, low. Um, the ag on a on a five year basis is just off zero because of Friday. Otherwise, you'd be on a negative five year total return. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a bloodbath, and we've never seen a bond market this bad. And it's funny that it's not talked about more, but, you know, retail investors have been experiencing this. But because their stock portfolio is down, they most of them can't differentiate between their stock holdings and their bond holdings. Um, but, yeah, you're, the, you're getting you're getting obliterated on both sides, and you didn't need to on the bond side. The stock side, nobody can time that. The bond side was easy to see. So, you know, Josh and I talk about ETFs a lot, and I and we use them in our practice. I mean, that's what we use, exchange-traded funds almost exclusively, if you're, especially if you're a new client. Um, and so I thought we'd sort of dig in a little bit to what an ETF or exchange-traded fund is. Um, and so, you know, for some of you, this is going to seem really boring, and, and why are they wasting my time on this? But a lot of people don't necessarily understand what they are. An exchange-traded fund is very similar to a mutual fund in that it is a basket or a pool of securities. And so you can buy an ETF, an exchange traded fund that tracks lots of different things. You can have a stock ETF that tracks the S&P 500, for example, the oldest ETF in existence that was formed in, in 1993 is, is the SPY, the S&P 500 index fund. It tracks the S&P 500. You can own bonds in your exchange traded fund, lots of different bonds. Um, you can have a commodity ETF. You can have a foreign ETF. They have now inverse ETF. So meaning if the stock market uh, goes up and you, you know, you want it or the stock market goes down, you can participate in that, in that, in that price. They have leveraged ETF, meaning there is borrowed money inside of that ETF. The, and the newest, newest craze du jour, the, the three times leveraged individual stock ETF. Yeah. But, which is just unbelievably. The crazy. proliferation of ETF products is extreme. I mean, there's, you're seeing ETFs built around absolutely everything, regardless of whether or not the underlying asset is actually liquid. Yeah, so there's now uh, almost 3,000, just under 3,000 ETFs in the United States uh, with assets of $6.5 trillion. Um, and, you know, that you can, like Josh said, own anything. The thing that's appealing to us is they're very easy to trade. So they trade, so a mutual fund, if you buy a mutual fund, you get the price of the mutual fund at the end of the day because they have to value all those securities at the close and then that's the price of the mutual fund where an exchange traded fund trades throughout the day like a stock. And so uh, they're very easy to trade. And, and that's one of the big reasons we like them. They're transparent. Um, so ETFs, most ETFs at least, except for the actively managed ones, have to publish their holdings daily. So you know what's in your ETF every single day. Uh, they're, they're transparent. The other reason that Josh and I really, really like them is they're really tax efficient. They're sort of the most tax efficient pooled investment you can get other than, I guess, private equity. But that's a different story. Um, so you know you you the the way because of the way that they're structured versus a mutual fund they are much more tax efficient their their level of capital gain distribution is generally lower than a mutual fund so if you have, you can own a mutual fund of, of an index or an ETF the ETX, ETF is going to be a little bit cheaper and it's going to be uh, more tax efficient which is the reason uh, we do it now there are some maybe disadvantages, and that's trading costs. You know, when you look at uh, ETF, there there's some trading costs. There are some ETFs that are thinly traded, so you need to worry about uh, illiquidity. Some of the ETFs out there have tracking error, and then their settlement dates aren't necessarily what you'd want. But the generally, if you buy the big broad market ETFs that have lots of assets in them, uh, none of those problems are going to exist. So. ETFs or exchange-traded funds, uh, we think more and more of the industry is going to go towards that. I see that Vanguard allows you, if you are a mutual fund holder of Vanguard, to convert your mutual fund to one of their ETFs that's the exact same holding without a tax liability. So we, we think really the industry is probably headed more and more towards ETFs. All right, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement interview, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get that scheduled. 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website northwestquadrantwealth.com Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short 5-6 to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or northwestquadrantwealth.com
most news, the most traffic, the most weather. FM 100.1 is News Talk 1110, KBND, Bend. High Desert Chamber Music invites you to their 16th annual gala, Saturday, December 2nd at 6 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Central Oregon. Join MC Bob Shaw for a festive evening, including dinner, silent auction, dessert dash, and a live performance by the Spotlight Chamber players. Proceeds from this event allow High Desert Chamber Music to offer their educational outreach programs at no cost to any students, teacher, or schools in Central Oregon. Tickets are available online at highdesertchambermusic.com. Get dressed in your best and don't miss this evening of music and dinner to kick off the holiday season. December 2nd at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship. High Desert Chamber Music's 16th Annual Gala, sponsored by Mission Building, Riverside Animal Hospital, Three Graces and Company, Wells Fargo Advisors, the Swanton Family Foundation, and Combined Communications. High Desert Chamber Music. Come hear the music. Did you know that the average public university student borrows $32,880 for their bachelor's degree? Many borrowers list student debt as the main barrier to buying a home, starting a business, or even retiring from their jobs. Are student loans keeping you from other goals? Between different payment plans, types of cancellation, and tax implications, we know that student debt can be confusing. Don't let that confusion keep you from addressing your debt. Our website offers resources, including frequently asked questions, links to other sites, and tips for avoiding scams. The site is updated by the Student Loan Ombuds, who also receives and attempts to resolve complaints about servicers or other issues with student loans. Take control of your financial future by addressing your student debt today. Visit the Division of Financial Regulations Student Loan Help Site at dfr.oregon.gov or call the Student Loan Ombuds at 888-877-4894. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. About 100 years ago, Bend started up as a lumber town with mostly small wooden homes built to shelter the mill workers. Today, it's a bustling city of startups and established businesses with a tremendous variety of homes built to enjoy the outdoor lifestyle. For more than a half of that century, Duke Warner Realty has been here to help people buy and sell those homes. Family owned and operated since 1967, Duke Warner has a team of brokers who know the community and the market inside out. With many decades of expertise in the Central Oregon area, we're your friends and neighbors who believe that combining old-fashioned hard work with the newest technologies gives you the competitive edge. We'll walk you through the listings, the comps, the offers, the counteroffers, the inspections, the escrow, the close. Closing. We'll even walk you through the walkthrough until finally the celebration. So if you're ready to move now or anytime in the next hundred years, contact Duke Warner Realty because when it comes to real estate, you can't fake experience. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download, and you get real cashback for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time, and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cashback just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back okay i'm stopping to download upside and fill up my tank download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code bling to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy, he's Josh Finelli. And we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So the slow normalization continues. Well, what do I mean by that? The Fed's balance sheet is now over a trillion dollars lower 
than the peak it saw in April of 2022. So how much more quantitative tightening is needed to unwind the massive QE that Josh and his generation love so much? You should get a tattoo on your forehead that just says QE. Every millennial should get a QE tattoo. Uh, the massive QE from 2020 to 2022. Well, they need $3.75 trillion more off their balance sheet to get unwind that. The U.S. money supply fell by 3.6% over the last year, a record 10th consecutive month of year-over-year decline. The money supply is now 1% lower than it was two years ago, the largest two-year decline on record. The slow normalization continues, but we have a way to go because, remember, M2, or the money supply, increased by 40%. (laughs) Oh, yes, you heard that right. I wonder why they thought inflation was going to be transitory. When QE5 comes, mark my words. And then uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. And then all, all you have to get a Bitcoin tattoo, too. And then all of you are all of these geniuses in the UAW. You won, I guess. We'll see how this. Looks. But the UAW's message to Ford was pony up. UAW President Sean Fain. That he guy. Is, that guy is weaselly such, a, such a douche. It's unbelievable. So Sean Fain had this to say about the tentative agreement reached last week. We told Ford to pony up and they did. The reported deal is a 33% compounded increase in pay over the next four and a half years with an 11% immediate boost in wages. Maybe, but here, For, Hold on. Ford stock fell in the news and now down 6% over the last decade. It's down 6% over the last decade versus a gain of 1700 Tesla. Hold on. Here, Ford may have ponied up, but one has to wonder what this will do to long-term competitiveness of automakers versus non-unionized companies like Tesla and Toyota. But that, Mark my words, next recession, Ford's going bankrupt. But hear me, hear me out. Maybe we're the idiots because if they're successful in going after all the non-unionized automakers, then, you know, it's just everyone everyone loses. What do you mean? Like the the, the car business continues to be crabby? Well, no, no, no. I, ju- I just mean if that's their plan, obviously, is now they're going after Toyota, Tesla, and everyone else that doesn't have unionization. And, you know, if they're successful in doing that, then... The gun to the head that they put to the ma- to the big three. But we all know matter? how this plays out. They just the, the, the economics of these raises are not sustainable, especially in a recession when demand goes but, away, and these co- these people end up losing their jobs anyway. But if they're successful at going after the non-unionized ones, the relative loss of competitiveness doesn't really oh, no, <laughs> doesn't they, really yeah, matter. They, I, I'm not. Even, I don't even care about that because the car business is a terrible. Oh, no, business. of course not. We both but agree that it's, it's uninvestable. It's, but. it's more this this that like a business that is unionized is uninvestable because you know these people that think they're winning something, a lot of them are going to just end up losing their jobs altogether and so but this is this is this is a symptom of why it's so important for the federal reserve to tame inflation because all of the unrest we're seeing it all points back to the inflationary environment like they you know they oh record profits we're gonna go that's all has to do with the inflation situation there's you know they don't they, they can't point to it most most americans aren't you know can't be like oh my standard of living has to decline because prices that I spend are up 20% over the last two years. They're not doing the math, but that's exactly what's happening. And it's why the Federal Reserve has to tame inflation. And the only way the Fed can tame inflation long term is to put us in a recession. And I know that sounds brutal, but it's sort of like, you know, when you're a little kid and it's like, Mom, just rip the Band-Aid off fast. I'd rather just go through the pain quicker rather than having it slowly. Interestingly, that uh, we need to talk about inflation book was written long before the UAW strike was conceived of. But you know, it was it, was, it came out in 2021. But uh, you know, he makes a there's a section of that the 14 lessons where workers with government sanctioned uh, mandates to negotiate their labor their the cost of their labor will and have and uh, you know he was right because they did. Yeah, I mean, but all unionized business. It's why it's why so many like Starbucks they fight so hard not to become unionized because it is the nail in the coffin once that starts. I mean, it's just terrible for a, a business once it becomes unionized. I mean, look at all of the industries in America that are unionized. They are terrible investments. They've never the airline business. Can you think of a worse business? Okay. Um, so it's open enrollment season, and so what? I, what do I mean by that? Well, everybody 
uh, that's, you know, benefits that you at work or if you're on Medicare, this is the time when you need to be looking at your benefits. So, you know, if you're going to make changes to your retirement plans or your health insurance, your group health insurance, or like I said, if you're on Medicare or Medicaid, this is the time of year, open enrollment season, when that all has to happen. And so what I thought is that a lot of you, even if you work at a big company, you have like all these different health insurance options. And one of those options in a lot of cases now is a high deductible health insurance plan. And so the, the the only people I'm talking to right now are that people that have access to a high deductible health insurance plan um, and, and you know, are willing to go down that road, but also want to use the high deductible health insurance plan so they contribute to, can contribute to a health savings account or an HSA. So an HSA, um, you know, I think they're underutilized. They're not used correctly, even when somebody uses uses them. But they are one of the greatest things out there, uh, especially if you have a pretty high income, because they are triple tax uh, triple tax benefit. And so, the only people that can have access to HSA are high deductible health plan people. But um, so what what happens is at the beginning of the year or sometime throughout the year, you can contribute to your health savings account. Uh, in my case, I use a company called Lively. I max out my family amount, and then I can invest that money exactly the same as I invest the rest of my retirement assets. And so the good news is when I say triple tax benefit is I get a, I get a deduction when I make the contribution. So I think in 2023, the max contribution for a family was 7300 bucks. So I got a tax deduction there. The money is invested, and it's growing tax-free. I'm not having to pay taxes on it. And then as long as I take that money out and use that for actual health care expenses, including in- – insurance premiums, Medicare premiums, um, that money comes out tax-free. And so how I think of it, because I make too much money to qualify for a Roth, is this is my only option for a Roth, but it's better than a Roth because I get a tax deduction on the front end. And so it is the coolest thing out there that almost nobody takes advantage of. And even some of you that actually have an HSA, what most of you do is you make your contribution and then you leave it in some bank account earning point nothing, and so it's not doing you any good. Or you're using it throughout the year for healthcare expenses. I, I don't. I mean, you, if you're going to do that, just pick a different health insurance plan. But if you have the ability financially to pay for your stuff out of pocket, so like when my family goes to the doctor, we're paying for everything out of pocket until we hit our high deductible of like thirteen five. But I don't care because I'm going to have this other big pile of money that I'm going to be able to have when I get to retirement, three or $400,000 that I'm going to be able to take out tax-free to pay for healthcare expenses. And it's all healthcare expenses. And so I'm going to have those expenses. It's not like I'm going to, people are always like, well, what if you don't have, what if you don't have healthcare expenses? Well, like, of course I'm going to have healthcare. T- tell me a, a 70 plus year old that doesn't have healthcare expenses. They don't, they don't exist. Well, I guess they exist in the blue zones, right? But I don't live in the blue zone and I like to drink beer. So gonna I'm going to have healthcare expenses. <laughs> you're going to have double digit annualized or five-digit annualized skincare. Well, I'm Irish. Yeah, I just don't have it. As my doctor says, when I go to see my doctor, he says, well, you know what's wrong with you? I say, what? He says, you're Irish. That's what's wrong with you. But anyways, so this is a pool of money that I will build access to pay for my Medicare premiums if I have, uh, you know, prescription, all that sort of stuff, uh, I'll be able to pay for it and it'll come out tax-free. So again, in order to have a health savings account, HSA, you need to be enrolled in a high deductible health insurance plan. And most of you have them. Even if, you, if you're paying for them yourself, you can have an option to have a high deductible plan. If you work for a big company, usually there's like six or seven different options. There's an option that is a high deductible plan. But most of you, in order to do it, also have to have relatively high income because in order for it to work and benefit you, you're going to have to be able to pay uh, your out-of-pocket healthcare expenses throughout the year. So that also encourages you to be healthy. doesn't seem to change my family's mind on that, but not much I can do about that. All right, if you want to be part of the show, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us, which is what most people do, by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. And when we come back, we're going to tackle some of your emails, so be sure to stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. 
over a century, local radio has evolved with the needs of the community. From politics to pop culture, we keep you informed, bringing you the most relevant news online, on air, and on the go. You have trusted us with your news, sports, weather, and entertainment. Trust us to keep moving with you. Text RADIO to 52886 and tell Congress local broadcasting is here to stay. Are you looking to enjoy going to church again? Check us out at Holy Communion, an independent Catholic church where all are truly welcome. Join us for Mass on Saturdays at 5 o'clock or Sundays at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. And enjoy going to church again at Holy Communion. The most weather, the most traffic, the most news. Every morning, 5 to 9, only on News Talk 1110 KBND. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court, thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Sky Rizzi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about Sky Rizzi and visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download, and you get real cashback for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time, and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cashback just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway? Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back okay i'm stopping to download upside and fill up my tank download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code bling to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus this is Kerwin with Mid-State Power Products in Redmond. As we head into fall, it's time to start thinking about servicing your Kubota equipment and be ready for winter. Give us a call at 541-548-6744 to schedule a service at our Redmond location. Remember, routine maintenance like oil changes, fresh air filters, and lubing components will keep your Kubota equipment running smooth and strong. That's Mid-State Power Products, your local Kubota dealer in Redmond. Call 541-548-6744. 541-548-6744. Your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. If you also want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets and how that affects your money. Uh, so if you want to get added to that list, that's the only thing we'll send you. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. A box will pop up, and you can put your info in there, and we will get you on the e-newsletter list. Uh, so one of the things that, you know, when markets volatile, so one of the things that happens in a market like we've been seeing for the last two years, essentially, since we hit the all-time high, is that people get antsy and they want solutions, right? They want to own something that's going up or they want something to limit the volatility. And so financial advisors try to sell stuff and they're like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I can help you with that. And so all of these very illiquid investments get sold right now, uh, non-traded REITs, business development companies, BDCs, um, all of these sort of esoteric investments that promise these attractive yields get sold by so-called financial advisors. They're really just salesmen and women. 
And so when, what we tell people and what we think uh, that everybody should be adhering to is you need to value liquidity in your investment portfolio almost above everything else. And so unless you are the Yale endowment and don't need lots of liquidity on a daily basis and can and have a much longer time frame and a lot more dollars behind you, you should value liquidity in everything that you're buying or your financial advisor is buying for you, meaning you should be able to sell it uh, in any given market day and know the price really close to what the price is going to be. And so, you know, you get a lot of these statements on these non-traded REITs and the statement shows that the price hasn't moved. But if you called your financial advisor and you said, I want that 10000 or that 20000 I have in that REIT right now, one, they probably wouldn't be able to sell it. And if they could, it'd be for pennies on the dollar. So value liquidity, and that is in the public markets. Every quarter, we uh, issue redemption requests for various clients that bought those products when from we're, somebody else way towards zero and uh ended up we ended up on the receiving end of them and uh, we hate if, these things if they can redeem them at all uh which is always an open question uh it's usually not for anywhere close to what it looks like the value is on the statement and they all wish that they'd never bought them yeah so um i talked about this earlier but i just want to remind people this is the longest bond bear market ever uh, this uh, we're now in the 40th month uh, of a bear market in the bond market. The current drawdown is 18% in the aggregate. Um, so it's crazy to think about. This is since they've been keeping records in the bond market, we've never seen a bond market this bad. Uh, and a lot of you ex are experiencing that, but you don't know it because you just lump in your bond holdings with your stock holdings. And then it's like, why do you own bonds to begin with? Um, all right, let's tackle some email uh, questions we got. Let's see. This is from Jill in Bend. Jill says, my husband, uh, my husband and I are thinking of purchasing a house near us. Can we use any funds from our retirement accounts to make the purchase? We would like to use this money along with some savings so we don't have to carry a mortgage. And so, uh, Jill, I mean, f so there are these like IRA custodians that you can buy real estate in. Uh, it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest you do that. Um, and then so short of that, you would have to draw money out of your IRAs to, to purchase the home, which means you'd have to pay ordinary income on the whole amount. And so that's absolutely something we wouldn't tell you to do um, because, you know, it, let's say you have to take out 150000 or 200000 you're going to net you know, 35% of that's going to go away in taxes because your withdrawal from your retirement accounts goes on top of your other income and it, it becomes the total taxable amount. So um, not a great idea. A really expensive source of money and the opportunity cost over the long run is really substantial. And depending on what you're selling, it can be even higher than maybe say if you were just selling a stable value fund or something out of there, but not, not probably the best choice. No. All right, uh, John uh, John and Sisters, hopefully you know who I'm talking about. Uh, at 82, I'm selling my house and moving to a senior community. Congratulations, John. For the first time in my life, I will have a substantial amount of cash, given my age and the fact that certificates of deposit and savings account are currently paying about 5% interest. Does it pay for me to start investing in other ways? Well, so, John, m most likely it sounds like you've never invested in anything other than safe investments, and so... There's probably no reason at 82 for you to change that because you're going to go from not having to deal with volatility to dealing with volatility. And like you said, finally, there is some some yield to be had when you think about it in real terms. The real return on bonds at 5% isn't that great, but it is finally positive, which we couldn't say for a long time. And so, John, uh, most likely it's best for you to just probably buy something like a Vanguard Prime Money Market or, or CD or something that has uh, relatively attractive yields uh, and the price isn't going to fluctuate uh, because you haven't had to deal with that uh, up until now. So why start now? Um, Jack R. says, my mid-20s nephew and I discussed financial planning for him after recommending they check with their employers for a 401k or equivalent program. We spoke about traditional versus Roth IRAs. Would younger investors benefit more from a Roth because of the length of time the money would be invested is so long that the eventual tax-free withdrawal of the earnings outweighs the initial tax benefit of a traditional IRA? At this time, we cannot determine if my nephews will have higher tax rate post-retirement than now. 
um, even assuming tax rates stay the same. So 100%, Jack, I mean, you know, if, if he's in his 20s, the Roth is awesome. I mean, you know, when you think about it, he's probably not having, he probably doesn't have a big tax liability problem anyway. And so any tax deduction that he's going to get on the front end, the benefit of that is going to be probably pretty marginal um, versus putting that money in his Roth after tax, having it compound for 45 plus years, and then having that money to be able to come out tax-free, it's not even close. I mean, somebody in their 20s, absolutely the Roth is the right way to go. I mean, you know, even in their 30s, if he was in his 30s, I'd tell you it was the right way to go. You know, the only people that shouldn't be contributing to a Roth are the ones that can't because they make too much money. And that's, you know, it's a lot of America. But somebody in their 20s or younger, you know, I would tell people all the time, like, if if your kids have a summer job and they made 6000 bucks, they can, you know, they can somehow contribute that $6,000 in a Roth IRA. You know, if you can get a teenager starting a Roth IRA and let that money come compound for 50 years tax-free and it comes out tax-free think about the power of that especially if they're consistently contributing to it until they can't the other thing now is even you high earners out there um, if you don't qualify to contribute to a Roth IRA if you have a Roth 401k you can contribute to that so you know the Roth is this tool um, that we weren't necessarily so sure about because we were, didn't feel like the government wasn't going to change their mind. But the the power of the Roth IRA, especially for young people, is undeniable. And again, even if you don't qualify to contribute to a Roth IRA because your income is too high, chances are good that at your company you have a Roth 401k option and the contribution limits are even higher. So it's a good question, Jack. Thanks for asking it. All right, that's our show for this week. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.